Welcome to the Real Talk Podcast. Real Talk. Yes, welcome to episode two of the Real Talk with ECO podcast. My name's Phil. In this episode, we're going to be chatting to Emily Brand, who is marketing executive at ECO. Emily and I discuss a few different topics, including how she's found working from home during the global pandemic, and also her experience in moving up the career ladder. Emily, how are you doing? Hello, I'm good. How are you? I'm good, I'm good. Um, Emily, people have probably seen you walking around the, the call centre and around the business, uh, but for those who haven't, or those for who haven't met you or spoke to you, um, could you just give us a little bit more information about you and, uh, and and what you do on a daily basis? Yeah, yeah, so currently I'm the marketing executive at EC. Start, originally started, I think it was June 2018. Just, just finished uni. I've done uni for four years, so in events management and done a placement in innovation management training. Re- ideally, wanted to get into some full-time work to make some money, just leaving university yeah. and get some experience, essentially. But then started on the phones and quickly progressed, moved on to the complaints team. Um, that campaign kind of came to an end, so opportunity came to go on to compliance, so monitoring people's calls and emails. And my passion really is within study with doing events management, I studied marketing as well. So applied for that job because I was really interested in that, and yeah, still yeah. there now. So somebody said to me, and I've taught you this uh, just earlier on, but somebody said you'll really love Emily because she was on furlough during the start of COVID and whatnot, which obviously is not a great thing. But then she took up the option to come back into work, not in the market and all that she was employed to do, but to get one of our campaigns off the ground. Now, I'm interested to talk to you about that because I think that uh, some people would call it a can-do attitude. Some people would just call it a you know the right mindset. But I think you there displayed something that you know a lot of people could learn from in terms of you just wanted to come in and do whatever it takes to make the business a success you know um t- tell us yeah, a, a, li- a little bit more about sort of that time when you were on furlough coming off furlough and obviously getting on to to that particular campaign yeah i mean well to be honest it wasn't great it was a really shit time to be honest i, I didn't enjoy being work i don't enjoy working from home i do like being around people so I spoke to James, obviously one of the ops managers, and yeah. they were setting up a new campaign. Uh, they needed a little bit of help, and rather than sit at home doing nothing, I was like, I may as well give it a go, give them a little hand to get them set, set them off the, on the feet, really. But yeah, yeah and, it, went, it went well. It was something to do as well. Yeah. And do you think, I mean, have you always had that sort of, that kind of work ethic of I need to be working, I need to be to doing something? Or is that something you've just sort of developed the last couple of years? Or Oh no, definitely. I think I've always. I'd rather have more work than no work. I think I get yeah. more stressed when there isn't work. So I always like being being kept on my toes. Definitely. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No. Obviously, you've been you've done a few different roles within the business. What What does the future hold? Do you think? What What kind of things would you like to do in the in the future? Um. Definitely would like to progress further. I'm learning a, a lot of things. Obviously, predominantly my background was events management with marketing. Hmm. So now we have. A, a structure in place for and a plan for marketing i think there's loads of different opportunities we've got new ideas now we've got got new ways of running social media even with these podcasts doing things yeah. that 
I've never done before. It's just it's nice to learn new things, and it's all good experience for moving moving forward, really. And again, I know you mentioned their sort of new experiences. Like, do you find it hard the longer you're in a job to kind of to keep things fresh, or are you the kind of person that once things start to get a bit sort of repetitive, that you'll you know you'll go looking for it, or do you just sort of accept things the way they are and just get on with it? No, no, I think you've got a huge initiative, haven't you? And you've got to keep it fresh. So I think it's a good now brainstorming different ideas, seeing what people want, learning what our staff want to see, and coming up with new ideas to keep to keep current because things keep things are progressing. Doing doing things like podcasts, we're we're trying to evolve, and yeah, definitely coming up with new ideas to keep yourself edgy and and show what we're all really about. So in terms of you personally, what sort of strengths do you think that you, you bring to the business? Like what's your sort of unique selling point, if you like? Oh, I had a feeling you were going to ask me a question. <laughs> you know, these ones, these ones are always You're on the spot you now. <laughs> um, I would think, well, one, I would say I am a hard worker. Two, I'm was, creative. Was, was, that a, was that a pause waiting for me to agree with you? <laughs> Uh, yes, <laughs> yes, I can confirm. Emily is a hard worker. Yes. <laughs> um, um, yeah, so. yeah, creative, like coming up with new ideas. I would say, kind of approachable, wanting to go out there, enthusiastic, yeah. meeting every, meeting people at work, engage with them, seeing what they want, just so they know that we're there for them, yeah. and they can come to us if they've got any new ideas for us, for us to basically give them what they want to see as well yeah because i think oh some more strength it's hard thinking about your own strength it is do you know no do you know what it is it's it is true and again when you when people put you on the spot you're kind of like oh you panic but i i find that the more you focus on sort of almost self-evaluation if you like sort of like you know i've got this thing down here this um what's it called the high performance planner now i think um um, Nikki, Nikki, Nikki Welsh has got one, and it kind of it, Welsh it, it, absolutely has one of them. <laughs> but it, it, it promotes it, sort of evaluate yourself, um, you know, review your day, yeah. review your week, and really focus on um, your strengths, your weaknesses, so that the next week you've got a written sort of note of what your strengths were, what your weakness, what you need to work on, that type of thing. Yeah. Um, and I think, especially in this day and age, I think there's so much content out there to learn from whether it's you know linkedin or skillshare or there's so many online courses you can do now like there's really no excuse not to like want to progress yourself and want to learn new stuff and you know and i think one of those things is self-development you know um would you would you say that you're a different person from when you started day one what did emily look like on day one like not physically look like but like you know, go back to that time when you walk, first walk through the door. Like, what? How did you feel at that point about what you were going into? Oh, I was a little bit nervous. I'd never worked in a call centre before. I'd never been in that type of environment. But then I was also excited because I was going. I knew I was going to earn full time money. Yeah. Not going to lie, first going on the phones after a few weeks, I didn't really enjoy it. It's not for everyone because of how hard of a job it is. And I think people yeah. forget that, that oh, it's an easy job to work in a call center when it's actually really not. And I don't think people get enough credit for 
both inbound customer service and outbound yeah. sales. They're both very hard jobs. So it can be it can be a little bit draining. Yeah. So it was hard. And I knew, but then really that was a bit of the kick up the bum. You went in excited mainly to earn the, the full-time wage. Went through training, went through uh, onto Economy Energy, wasn't it? Um, that Was that outbound yeah. or was that inbound? That was, that was inbound, yeah. So inbound, inbound. customer service at first and then we're, I moved on to the complaints team. So that was, I mean, that was hard in itself as well. But Yeah. So what in that transition between being on the phones to working in the complaints teams, like what skills do you think that you sort of learned in that in that time? Patience. Yeah. Patience, yeah. And um ooh. When you say when you say patience, like what do you mean? Like in, in respect to what? Patience with yourself or patience with other people or Patience, yeah, both really learning, learning to understand that obviously people are coming to you sometimes with a problem, and if you can't always fix it there and then, you've got to understand that they are going to be quite frustrated. So you've just got to be there to patience and be patient and understand that they've got a real problem, really. Um, organization skills. So on complaints, you were dealing with several complaints all at one time. So you had to manage your time as well, really. Yeah. Timekeeping. You obviously we had a lot of deadlines and targets to meet so you always had to keep on keep on top of your game right and make sure yeah. you were hitting or exceeding the targets that had been given by your manager because i think again speaking from experience i was talking to mark yesterday we obviously we have a shared sort of history in that i've, I've been on on the phones myself i've done the job so i know what it's like and years ago mm-hmm. i mean this app like it was 2000 and 2010 I'd got promoted from um, working on the phones to being a sales trainer. And I found it a difficult transition going from being on the phones and management talking to you and guiding you and whatnot to then being in a position where it's almost roles are reversed, that you're you're the one speaking to agents. And whilst the, the people skills kind of, that, that was something I was, was comfortable with, it's, it's the sort of, it's the thinking ahead of time thinking ahead it's self-development of people um and you really do get round to the idea of or you, you become aware of when you're feeding things back to people whether it's in compliance whether it's in compliance like you have such a massive impact on that person and what you say what you do your body language yeah. everything like did you find that transition from being an agent into that sort of almost junior management position uh, did you find that difficult or was it did your personality make that a lot of an easier transition if you know what i mean yeah the compliance side i get totally get where you're coming from because because you've gone from their level to yeah. then to a level where you're telling them things that they haven't done done as well yeah. as they could have that was always a bit odd but i think it's just your delivery really how you approach them how you let them know and as long as you give them areas to improve rather than just all negative yeah then i think you build build a good relationship with them so if you know somebody watching this now who is maybe thinking applying for a, a more senior role what would you say would be the sort of the biggest or the best piece of advice that you could give to them so that when they go into that new role you know they're very sort of they're prepared if you know what i mean first of all do it go for it you've got nothing to lose it's all experience you're better off applying go for your interview what if you if you aren't successful you always get feedback on your interview so people are always willing to help you know 
give you some ideas on how you can do it better next time or for your areas for improvement. I would say go into it with confidence. If you're confident, you can use your own initiative, take your own ideas, show that you're not scared to do the job and always let make it aware that you're willing to learn. You're yeah. willing to learn and you're willing to, willing to always develop yourself, really. Yeah. And I think, again, when you you look at the sort of the running themes of people who have progressed you know, in their careers, not just within EC, but in you know businesses all over the world, mm-hmm. I think it seems to be that the people that are willing to self-develop and that are willing to push themselves, whether it be to get outside of their comfort zone, whether it's to learn a new skill or a new sort of technique or something, like it's those people that seem to sort of to, to really progress and really do well. Um, do you think that's do you think and there needs to be a balance I think just sort of thinking out loud there needs to be a balance between the mental health side of things like there's people who really want to be a success and go for it and will go all in but then there's people who think that they want that but aren't maybe or don't have the, the sort of the coping skills or the, the mental toughness to deal with what that actually brings have you found any of that yourself like have there been times where as you've gone up that ladder, you've sort of, you've you've become acutely more aware of the pressures and the effects it has on your mental health. To be honest, I'm lucky as I have never suffered men- mental health wise. The time I have struggled, I would say, is in lockdown with yeah. coronavirus. We had so many plans for this year, and then all of a sudden, you've got to work from home. You're furloughed. And you just, you, I, you honestly did fall into, well, I did fall into a little bit of a rut. Yeah. And I would find that pressure-wise, I feel, I don't feel like I've ever felt so under pressure that I couldn't cope. Because yeah. always, I thought if I needed to, I would always be able to reach out to someone and say, look, I'm struggling a little bit here. Um, But I know certainly some people have when you're full-on target-driven. Yeah. But people just need to know that there's all that there's, there's support mechanisms in place to help people if, if they were, were feeling that way. Yeah, I mean, speaking to, to to Mark yesterday, he said exactly the same sort of thing. Like, whenever he's had you know a bad afternoon or a bad morning or whatever, or he's got stuff going on outside of work, there's always people there to support him. And I think, you know, you, you can't ask for for more than that, really. When you you know you've everyone's got stuff to deal with. We've all got stuff going on outside of work, but to come into work and to know that you've got that sort of foundation. To then go and build your own career around a support network, do you know what I mean? It's it's yeah, like you can't ask for more than that. So you mentioned there about sort of lockdown and um, f- sort of how tough you found it. Like now that we're on almost the second wave, and obviously the government have just announced that we're going into sort of a form of a local lockdown. Like working from home is probably going to continue. What kind of things have you put in place to sort of? help cope like have you got any sort of routines that you're in that make things a little bit easier for you yeah definitely what well what i've definitely learned is you need to get up on the morning get out of bed and get ready like as if you're going to work because if you just sit around in your jammies you just you feel crap again in the afternoon yeah but definitely now we've got loads of we've, i've got chats with loads of different people so we're all we're, it's it's like being in the office even though you're not really in the office but yeah Everyone, everyone communicates. Uh, I can, we can sometimes pop into the office because we've got things in place now where yeah. everything's socially distanced. There's only so many people in at a time, so that keeps it still a little bit, yeah, a little bit, a bit, a bit formality. It breaks but, it up a bit, yes. Yeah, so you're yeah, not in yeah. the house all the time. Yeah. I 
think things like this help. These will help yeah. people. Our staff will have videos now on Fridays and things. So we've definitely put things in place to to help to help it and make yeah. it feel a little bit more normal again. Really, really appreciate you joining me on the podcast. Um, and we'll see you on hopefully on another one very soon. Take well, care. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye bye. Bye. Real talk. Hope you enjoyed that chat with Emily. I know I certainly did. Uh, got to know a little bit more about Emily. Uh, obviously, I work quite closely with Emily, uh, so it was nice to find out a little bit more about her and what makes her tick. If you would like to support the podcast, please do so. Uh, if you enjoy the kind of content that we've been creating so far, please give us a thumbs up on social media. Also, leave us a review on Apple Podcasts and on Spotify and on whatever audio platform that you are listening to us on. It really, really does make a massive difference. Uh, we're also this week running a competition on Facebook um, for anyone that does leave a review to go in the hat to win some awesome prizes so if you head to facebook.com forward slash we are EC outsourcing uh, and all the information will be on there thank you so much again for joining us on the podcast and we'll see you on the next one